Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by spiritualrecharge.com. This is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. Today, we'll be exploring the power of choices and how the most impactful choices we make, we may not even realize at the time. What the master key habit is. The missing link to sustaining new habits, even if you failed multiple times. Plus, we're going to teach you how to create and sustain new habits, explain why most people fail, and share how you can create a new habit today, right now, easily and successfully and sustain it with joy. And just for fun, we're going to share with you a little story about one of Michael's friends who created a new form of dancing back in the ashram. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Much love, many blessings. What a joy. We're so blessed. Today we're going to be diving into something that literally affects our entire life and where we end up in life. Every day of our life, we make choices, countless choices. We choose what we eat. We choose where we walk, how we walk, how we speak, what we think, who we spend time with. We choose what we watch, what we read. We choose endless things. And some of these choices bring us upwards, making us feel better and moving us in a positive direction. And some of these choices pull us down. And the fascinating thing about life is that the most significant choices, the choices that will have the most profound effect on our lives, are things that we don't even realize we are doing. We don't notice that they're even happening. Because the most profound choices are the things we do every day out of habit. Whatever we do every day again and again and again, drop by drop by drop, fills an entire ocean. And depending on what those drops are, depending on what we do, we end up with a very different situation, very different outcome, very different end experience. Our lives today are to a large degree based upon the drop, 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 drop of previous habits that probably started many, many years ago. 
And so when we realize that every single choice we make opens a door to new possibilities and closes other doors, really fascinating. Imagine driving down a street. If you choose to go down one street that turns off from where you're driving, you're now in a different place than you were before. And from that new street, there are other streets that appear that didn't exist previously. And from there, there are different streets and different streets and different streets. And over time, we end up somewhere in our lives, depending on which streets we took previously. And I remember when Aral and I were in San Francisco, we went there for a, for a little vacation, one of these, on these road trips we did. And I remember the people at the hotel we were staying at, they said, there's this great place to go down here, straight down there and on the right, but don't turn left. Don't turn down the left street. You'll be all right as you go in this street, but don't go down that street. And I was like, all right, that sounds fair enough. So we went to this one place and there was no problem. We came back. And then we went on this, the next day we went on this wonderful adventure all over San Francisco. And we got lost. And I remember turning down this one street and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was really shady. Do you remember that, RL? really shady. There are all these guys standing around, leaning against the wall, looking quite uh, dangerous. And there was, you know, like needles and stuff on the ground that you wouldn't normally see. And it's that energy all of a sudden, one street, you literally take like 50 steps and now you're in this different energy field. And if we'd carried on down that street, we might have not come back with our wallets. It's quite possible, you know, or we might have ended up with an injury. So we decided, we felt the vibrations and we said, you know what, let's get the hell out of here and go down another street. And then everything was fine. It's like a completely different world. You just take up 50 steps or 100 steps and you're in a totally different reality. It's fascinating how it is in cities. That's how it is in our life. Every day we're making choices, going down one street or the other. And the choices that have the most profound impact that take us down streets in our life are our habits. And one of those such choices for me, I still remember the date. It was January the 21st. 1998 and I was living in the vicarage the rectory my dad was the priest of the local church and that morning around five o'clock I woke up early it was freezing cold January and my guide and I snuck down the stairs put on our shoes went out in the car and were driving down the empty roads through Cambridge and we finally arrived at this place near a river and we came out, walked along this path and opened a door. 
And inside, I took off my shoes, someone gave me a shawl and pointed to a door with golden light shining behind it. And I sheepishly went into that room and sat down and closed my eyes. And that one choice to go into that room has completely changed my life. It was a meditation center. My mother had taken me there. And I could have said, no, I didn't want to go. Or I could have just not had the interest. But I decided anyway to get up early. I was 18 and start going for meditation. And that has completely changed the course of my life because that habit, drop by drop by drop, has allowed me to experience higher states of consciousness that wouldn't have happened otherwise. And that first day in that room, as I closed my eyes, nothing happened. I remember sitting there thinking, how am I supposed to do this meditation? What am I supposed to be doing? Who are these old ladies that were sitting around? They're mostly old women, you know, wrapped up in blankets and shawls. Half of them are falling asleep. And I'm sitting there with these, <laughs> with all these old women, 18-year-old, right? I Previously, just like a couple of weeks ago or whatever, I was smoking weed and doing drugs and whatever else. Now I'm sitting in this room with these old women, not sure what to do with my head. But the thing is, I went back the next day and then I went back the next day, and I went back the next day, and I went back the next day, and I went back the next month, and the next year, and the next year, and the next year, and the next year. And magical things happened. I met new people, I experienced new things. I went to India many, many times, all sorts of remarkable. I met lots of cool young people, started an ashram, we called it the ashram. So all these things happened, ended up in Hawaii. All these things came out of that one decision to sit down. So as we look into our life, it's worth just thinking to yourself, what are my habits? What do I do every day? The problem is because we do it unconsciously, habits are unconscious, habits happen by themselves. And because of that, we don't know that we're doing things because we don't consciously pay attention to it. So Arl and I both have tea, tea and coffee. I actually have an espresso today. I normally, I've gone back on the coffee. <laughs> I, I'd go on and off coffee. But we both have tea and coffee, right? Why do we have tea and coffee? It's not because I just decided to start drinking coffee today. It's because I've previously drunk coffee. I previously bought an espresso machine and that espresso machine sits around on the kitchen counter and it seems a bit unfortunate not to ever turn the thing on. Do you see what I mean? So that previous choice to buy an espresso machine has led me to have an espresso sitting next to me here. If I'd never bought the machine, this wouldn't be here. So what we have to remember is that most of the stuff we do in our life today is actually the result 
of previous choices we might have made many, many, many years ago, many years ago, many lifetimes ago, actually. If you look back far enough, and if you're an old soul, what we're doing now is actually a continuation of many, many previous things. And if you're listening to this right now, I would, I would say it's likely a result of choices you've made and maybe choices you've made again, going back previous lifetimes, your own inner dedication to your spiritual path and your awakening and your freedom, because you wouldn't be here listening to this if you didn't have that inner intention. It's fascinating how our inner intention guides choices we make. And then those choices are, it's almost like I'm visualizing like a, a boat that brings us in the direction of our heart's desire, ultimately. And those habits that we form along the way make that ride a lot easier. You know, if, if we don't know how to drive a boat, we'll have to use a lot of conscious energy and it will be very difficult, we'll become tired. We might give up. But once we've learned to drive the boat, I'm just giving an analogy here, it becomes unconscious competence and it's easy. And that's what habits do for us. They make our lives easier because they've been grooved in and then we can just glide, glide with grace, glide with ease towards where we want to go. So good habits are literally a daily blessing. A daily blessing, we're just being re-blessed over and over again. Most of us already have quite a lot of good habits. For example, did you brush your teeth this morning? You probably did. And why did you brush your teeth? Because you've been doing it for years. You've been doing it for years. And so you just do it out of habit. So we eat the same foods, we do the same things, we drink the same things. And the more our habits are raising us up, the more we are blessed. So what we want to do, ideally, is to create habits that are continuously giving us blessings, day in, day out, and moving us towards where we want to go, rather than where someone else wants to go. I've got a couple of books here on the bookshelf. One of them's called indistractable and the other one is called hooked and the book hooked is by neil eel and he basically is the author who has given silicon valley companies the method on how to create addictive products he wrote Hooked and Indestructible. And I think what happened is he wrote Hooked. He taught all these companies how they can make habit-forming applications, which now people have got in their pocket, and they can't avoid turning that thing on. Then I think a few years later, he had a crisis of his conscience, because he's a good guy, realizing what has he done. So he wrote another book explaining how to get people away from their phones and not be addicted to them. <laughs> so he like created the problem and then tried to solve it bless his heart trying to clear his karma trying to clear his karma <laughs> so the reason i'm mentioning this is that if we don't create habits ourselves someone else will create habits for us and we'll end up running around doing things because somebody else 
has decided that they would profit from us having one of their habits. So the more we have good habits, the more blessed we are. The more we have bad habits, the more we're basically ruining our own lives and we don't realize it. Every day we make many, many choices. Some of them make us go up, some of them make us go down. And the more we go up, up, up and away, the better it is. And the reason I got into habits recently was because I was talking to one of our clients in our work and she was having a rough time. She just got a new relationship. She was overwhelmed and she hadn't been doing her good habits. So she was feeling lost. She felt like she'd forgotten who she was. She felt she was basically miserable and stuck. And so I shared with her a method, which I'm going to share with you in a moment, on how to actually sustain habits. And to be entirely honest with you, I've had a hard time with some new habits myself over the years. I have always do meditation because that's a strong habit. I always do some sort of work. I haven't got a problem with that. But doing exercise regularly has not been something that's been easy for me. So I start something and I stop something and I start it again. And then I think, what's wrong with me? So and I like to figure out this stuff out. So I've read all the books and I still felt I wasn't able to do it. I tried to get accountability and that didn't work out either 100% because it's difficult to, to be held accountable for things because I do feel on a deeper level that we need to do things that we want to do and feel that we can do them even if there's no one else involved. I still believe in accountability and I still need it actually but there's something else missing. So I was wondering, what is that missing piece? And what I realized is that there are a few things that I was doing wrong that made it impossible. So I'm going to go over how you can create a new habit. And this can be a spiritual habit, can be a exercise habit or a way of talking to people differently or anything, new food, new diet, whatever it is. So think about what would you, what would you like to create? What new habit would help you improve your life? Let's just take a moment to think about this. This is actually quite a big decision, but don't make it too touch a big deal. But it is a big choice because some habits significantly change our lives and other ones don't really make much difference. And some of them are really a problem. So picking the right one is a bit of an art, which we can talk about another time. But at this point, the key thing, the key thing when you're creating new habits is just to pick something and get successful doing it. This is one of the key insights I've discovered is that like the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings, there is one ring, the master ring that rules them all. The one ring that rules them all. And there's one master habit that rules all the other habits. 
you know what that master habit is? The master habit is actually the habit of being able to create and sustain a habit, the habit habit. Because if we can't actually create a new habit, then we can't create any new habit. But when we can do it once and we get the practice and understand the system, then we have the power, it's like having the master ring to be able to do all the other habits. There's something most people don't realize. I didn't realize this myself until I really thought about this. I'm like, why is it I can't create new habits? And it's because I didn't have the master habit. So I'm bringing this up because when you start this practice, the important thing is to come up with any habit that you feel you're going to be able to continue doing. Because once you have success doing whatever it is that you want to do, then you now have the confidence that whenever you want to bring a new, more difficult habit into your life, then you will also have the experience and the practice to be able to make it happen. So pick a habit, you can write it down if you want. What's one thing? Like it might be I want to get up earlier, I want to do meditation, I want to do yoga, I want to do juicing, or whatever it is. Yeah, pick a habit. The next step, and this is a critical step, this is where I personally have fallen to pieces many times, and this is why when I talk to my clients about it, this is what screws everyone else over as well. So what happens, let's say someone wants to do yoga or go to the gym. I was talking to a client and she said, I want to go to the gym and I want to play my guitar for an hour. And I haven't done it either of them for weeks and weeks and weeks. And why not? Why do you think she wasn't able to do it? Because she comes back from work, she's tired, and the idea of playing her guitar for a whole hour and then going to the gym for like an hour and a half, do you know what I mean? She's tired. So she's set herself up for these very difficult things that take like two and a half hours of it. And if there was another thing, the total thing would take her about three and a half hours. So she's back from work, she's hungry, she's tired, and now she's got this three and a half hour worth of stuff she has to do, right? Of course, it's going to feel stressful. So I told her, don't worry about this massive thing. What is a really, really easy short version of that because habits are formed through repetition 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 that's how any habits created and if you don't do it because it's too hard because it takes too long then you never build repetition so you never build a habit so i got her to come up with a really small little guitar session a really easy thing she could do in her house for her exercise. And all of a sudden, she felt profound relief. Profound relief, because now instead of her being an ongoing failure every day, oh my God, I can never do it, I'm such a mess. 
Now she's like, yay, I can actually do this stuff and I'm building a habit at the same time. So think to yourself, what could you do that is a one or two minute version of your habit? Short version. When we were in, in Cambridge in the ashram many years ago, we had a practice of dancing every day. We had a little dance party for fun. And my friend Greg invented a new form of dance. You might have heard it, but you probably haven't. You probably <laughs> haven't. Have you ever heard of it, RL? It's called small dancing. I've seen it. <laughs> you've seen it? You've never heard of it? No, you've seen it, because I've shown RL small dancing, right? So what small dancing is, and this is my friend Greg came up with this. He's one of my old friends from back in the day. And what it is, is that we crank the music up really loud, right? So it's pumping away. Windows are rattling. Neighbors are kind of complaining, right? And there it is. And his thing is to dance as small as you possibly can. So you can barely tell. And it, and it what it did is it cracked us all up because it looks so ridiculous. You should try it. <laughs> it's really funny. You're just sort of wiggling very like half an inch at a time. It really ridiculous. But what it did is it got us to actually start dancing every day, which was good for us, do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's small dancing. And that's what you want to do with your habits. You want to do small habits. Because once you get on the yoga mat, or once you sit down for meditation, then you're more likely to keep doing it just purely because you're there. I had another client who... I was talking to and she got this new house and it was everything was perfect she was so excited about it it was her brand new house and she'd done everything just right and she had this perfect meditation room she's really excited about it and she had her special pillow and she had special lighting and a little altar and everything you know essential oil diffuser and everything was just lovely but she'd never been in there since she set it up so she was talking to me on the phone and she said, I, I've got this room and I can't go in the room. I can't open the door. And I'm like, what, what's going on? She's like, I don't know, you know, it's become such a big deal for me. I just can't get manage to get in the room because in her head, she has to sit down for a two hour meditation session. And she's freaked out about sitting down for two hours by herself with her mind. So she just doesn't go in at all, right? So I told her, look, instead of doing two hours of meditation, just open the door, sit down on the cushion, and then come back out again. Literally. And what she did is once she started doing that, she broke the spell. She broke the spell. Now she goes in there all the time and it's no big deal. But this is the issue that we have with habits, is we make them such a big deal and then we Failure, failure level and failure potential is so high that we're screwing ourselves over. So what is one thing you could do that would be easy? So for example, my exercise practice is the five Tibetans. The five Tibetans, you might have heard about that, the five rights. And if you try and do 21 of those all in one shot every single day, good luck to you. Maybe you can, but they recommend starting out with three which literally takes about two minutes. But I even wasn't doing that. 
to be honest. So I was like, well, how come I can't manage to do this every day? So my ritual, I, I have been doing them, by the way, I'm building it up and it's being very successful. But my initial ritual is as long as I get on the mat and do one of each every day, then I still, that's still considered a success. So that takes the pressure off. Once I'm on the mat doing them, then I'm going to do more just because I'm there. So think of one thing that you want to do. And then the third thing, and this is really important, once you've got your easy habit, the third thing is to give yourself rewards. Rewards, because you deserve a reward, don't you? You deserve a reward, because it's not easy to create a new habit. So, and the easiest way to do it, there's many ways, but one that has worked extremely well for me, as I'm sitting here now, I can see the back of my door. And what's on the back of the door, Aram? You have a calendar printed out and you have a bunch of gold stars. And I've been curious, Michael, you seem to have silver and gold stars. So I'm thinking they represent different things as well. That's right. Gold stars. Who doesn't like gold stars? Yeah, we're all little kids and we like gold stars. My friend Naya was telling me that in her yoga studio, she had gold stars for, the, for their yoga um, practitioners. And anytime someone came to class, they got a gold star. People really like their gold stars. I mean, I like gold stars. And this client I was talking to who wasn't doing anything, she was all excited. But any time I tell anyone about gold stars, they all get very excited about it right away. Because we like to feel that we're moving forward in life. So anytime that you do your habit, you get your gold, get some gold stars, you can get them on Amazon or, or some, some shop that sells art stuff or a um, Staples or what, any of those places. Get yourself some stars and whenever you do your habit, you give yourself a gold star. And I've got more than one habit, so I give myself a gold and a silver star. And I might end up getting, you know, some red stars and green stars and blue stars, maybe some smiley faces. You know, there's only so many things you can stick on the calendar before it gets too filled up. But just start with one thing and one gold star for each day you do it. And what happens is as you do it, you will feel good because you'll look at your calendar and you'll say, you know what, this is coming along really, really well. It is coming along. And you look at it and go, you know what? This is evidence of success right here. And and you can't lose very easily because you're only doing this thing that takes one minute. So what used to happen with me is that I would set myself up for these difficult things. I'm going to do this massive thing and then this other really hard thing and this other really hard thing. Then I'd forget to do it. Then it would come to nighttime and I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And then I would think, well, I need to do my habits. Then I think, well, I haven't got time or, you know, I don't want to do exercise right before I go to sleep. So then I wouldn't do it. And then I feel bad about it. And the next day I'd forget about it. And it just carried on, carried on, carried on. The gold star method, once I start it, it's been total success every day without fail. Because I can't lose very easily. And the interesting thing is that as we do it more and more and more, we build the habit which then allows us to keep doing it and it becomes automatic and easy. 
So if you want to do this, then there's actually more to this system, but I'm not going to get into it now because you've probably got enough. But this is good to start. So you pick a habit, you realize that doing any new habit is a huge success because once you have the master habit, which is creating habits, then any new habit after that starts becoming much more practical and easy. Then you shrink your habit down to a small dancing size. So if you want to be dancing every day, you can do small dancing. I'm just going to stand there, wiggle about a little bit for a, <laughs> for a few moments and then turn the music off and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Because then you're moving along in the right direction and then you get yourself a gold star and you can say, yay, this is fantastic. And once you've done that for one day, two days, three days, then you're like, you know what? This is coming along really, really well. And then once you've actually done it, so that you're compelled to do that new habit. You know that you've got a new habit because you're compelled. Once that starts happening, then you can build a new habit. So this is, this is the essence of how to create a new habit. Make it really small, make it light, and give yourself rewards. If you want to, by the way, you can always, not only do you get a gold star, you also get a treat. Yeah, some chocolates or some other thing that you like. The, the only the only time this is an issue is let's say, for example, your your aim is to lose weight, right? And you say, I'm gonna anytime I have a juice, then I get a gold star, but then I reward myself with five pizzas and a tub of ice cream. That's not gonna work very well. Yeah. Don't don't do that. That's cheating. That's gonna cause problems, you know. So, so you want it to be a, a happy little treat that doesn't sabotage your ha other habits or your life. So as long as it's not harmful, then by all means, add as many treats as you want. And then the whole thing becomes fun, becomes easy, becomes amusing. And then whenever you look at your calendar, and I recommend you put your calendar somewhere that's really easy to see. Back of the door works for me because I'm often working here and I can see the back of the door from where I'm sitting. So make it somewhere that you can't miss it and then you feel good every time you do it. And there it is. So small habits, micro habits. Gold star habits. Gold star habits. And, and in my own journey, I definitely noticed that that's that's the way the way it works. Anytime I make something too big, too important, put too much pressure, it's too complicated, it isn't sustainable. And I think that's really what we're talking about here is what is sustainable, right? It's, creation can be fairly easy in many ways. Yeah, we have minds that are very creative. <laughs> that can be easy, but sustainable. Sustaining something over time is really where I think the deeper work can lie. And the more we make that easier for ourselves with small habits, they might naturally grow and blossom on their own like we're planting seeds. They might start out small, but over time they can grow naturally. And we all have a lot of different aspects of our life to balance. And so the easier, more fun, more light, more small we can make our new habits, the better. 
And then the good thing too is these old bad habits, they're like weeds. And when we replace them with the flowers, then our garden becomes very beautiful. So we're very interested to hear about how this goes for you and, and how your small habits goes and what you find and how your life changes from it. So thank you everyone for being here today. It has been a very rich, somewhat amusing and entertaining and informative lesson. And we are wishing you so many blessings as you go forth and experiment with your little small habits, bringing more and more beauty and joy and love and lightness, all the good things into your life, well-being. And we look forward to connecting with you very soon. Lots and lots of love. It's been such a beautiful session today. Thank you for listening. So today we talked about choices and habits and how powerful they are, how one choice can completely change the direction of our lives. And at each moment in our lives, we're always making choices. And the more we make choices that form positive habits, the more we're able to easily move through life. With that unconscious competence, we're naturally able to do the things that are good for us. We learned about the master key habit, the key of being able to create habits, having the habit of creating habits. And we talked about the missing link to sustaining new habits. We often make them far too complicated and put way too much pressure on ourselves, keeping it small and simple. And so now you're aware of these tiny, small habits you can create, the gold stars you can give yourself to reward yourself when you do it, and you can have fun and be light in creating positive habits. And last but not least, you learned about small dancing, the new form of dancing that seems really funny. So try it out if you feel inspired to see how small you can dance. So, so much love to you. Thank you for being here. Think of one person who needs this episode and share it with them. If you have questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to Spiritual Recharge for more meditations, talks, and courses, spiritualrecharge.com. Thank you for your beautiful presence. Many blessings and we'll connect soon.